It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Leslie Ann Warren. You're singing Plug It In, Plug It In right now. Do you know that that's a parody? Of what? Of a song. I don't know, remember who it's by. This is, I have half information for you. <laughs> but it's Rub It In, Rub It In is what they're parodying. Rub it in, rub it in. Mm-hmm. And then so they sing Plug It In, Plug It In. But is it a parody from another commercial think, about like rubbing? No, the song is As called like You Rubbed it, it In. Rubbing stuff. It's... <laughs> Is that what she calls lotion? She calls like <laughs> the stuff like icy hot and things like that. She like, I need my rubbing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> She's a trip. But I also had because um, I now have a, wa- a washing machine, a dishwasher that requires me to have that like helper liquid in that helps like it's like jet dry to help mm-hmm. dry the mm-hmm. give me some jet Remember? dry <laughs> that's <laughs> always in my head my dishwasher is hungry for jet dry give me that jet dry <laughs> num, 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 num. and like it would talk it would like yeah. it's I anthropomorphic it mm-hmm. i literally love it <laughs> I, I every time I and then the life. the woman would take it out not to be you know gender norms but the woman would open the dishwasher and she would pull out a, fr- a fresh glass and mm-hmm. the, she would go, no streaks. And then the dishwasher would go, that's the power of jet dry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They don't make things like that, do they, anymore? I really don't like think they do. Commercials and such. Meg, I'm very excited to be here today with you. <laughs> it's been a while, Doug. It's I'm been glad a while. we're recording. I know. I'm like, I'm watching the Muppets and I'm like, how do we do this? <laughs> I don't know that I remember. Did we record it all in June, or did we, like, we, like, front-loaded the beginning of June, right? We had to, because you're going on vacation. Now we're going to have to, well, I'll I'll give you a schedule, but we're going to have to space ours out. But in August, it's going to be rough. It's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. So we're going to have to record a lot uh, later in July. Well, we have a a doozy of an episode today. A doozy. And we try not to miss. We're sorry to our 50 fans. Yeah, all 50. (laughs) We had to take a week. All right, Megan, so it's time to watch The Muppets. Is it? We watched the Leslie Ann Warren episode of The Muppet Show. Episode 315 airing originally in the U.S. on February 8th, 1978, and in the U.K. on January 12th, 1979. I meant to say February 8th, 1979, but I fucked up. Um, Megan, do you know who Leslie Ann Warren is? I did not know, but that whole th- it honestly it made me remember her name that they did all those gimmicks. There was a lot of like Leslie and Warren, and those Les- like pickles. Leslie and, and Warren, Warren at the end, yeah. So Leslie and Warren is an American actress and singer. She first came to attention in 1965 television performance of Roger and Hammerstein's Cinderella. She was on the Broadway. Is the Rodgers and Hammerstein's one the one with, like, Impossible, that song they did with Brandy in the 90s with I, Brandy and Whitney Houston? I remember that. Brandy with braids. Remember mm-hmm. she had, like, the braid curls? Mm-hmm. Remember? Ver, ba- Brandy Bernadette was Peters was the star. villain in that one. Brandy was a huge star. Yeah, what the hell happened to Brandy? She's like, I don't like, know. 
singer, did Monica actress. beat her up after that video? Maybe Monica, Monica beat Brandy her up. Monica video. The boy is hers. Yeah, <laughs> that was wild. Like, You're right because like Brandy had a successful television show. Moesha. She was a musician. Like yep. her brother is that Ray J guy who oh, spawned yeah. Kim Kardashian's fame to a degree, which is weird. That's so wild. Yeah, what a weird like web of celebrity. Celebrity. Yeah, but Brandy was like a big deal. Yeah, and she was great too. Like I didn't watch Moesha, but I remember seeing her in other stuff that I can't think of. Mm-hmm. She wasn't. No, I'm confusing her with Gabrielle Union just now. I was going to say, was she in Bring It On? No. No. What happened to Brandy? What happened, Brandy? To Brandy? If you're out there, yeah, give us a call. Missy Elliott is like the only rapper, like R and B musical artist. I feel like who's like as popular as she was. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah, now. yeah. Like as female, far as like female. active, like where's to be, to be gendered about everything. Sorry, but like where's Lil Kim or like you're thinking of like yeah these black Lil performers Kim, from Lil Kim. I saw a TikTok, mm-hmm. and she's she's done a lot. She's been touched by an angel or two. Oh, really? Does that mean um, plastic surgery? Plastic surgery in the, in, in the thoughts. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Touched by an angel. I like that expression. So, in 1967, she appeared in the movie The Happiest Millionaire. She won a Golden Globe in 1977 for a miniseries Harold Robbins. 79 Park Avenue. I don't know what that is. I don't is. even know what the happiest millionaire is. Do you? But, no. Have you heard of that? No. And it doesn't glow like on the wiki for me to click it to figure out what it is. It was a Broadway uh, show. She was nominated for an Academy Award in 1982 for the movie Victor Victoria. That's with uh, Julie Andrews, right? I don't know what that is, but I did date somebody named Veronica and everybody who <laughs> in my life who didn't like her because nobody liked her, but <laughs> they would call her Victor Victoria. <laughs> and she played Miss Scarlet, who I think is the maid in Clue. Nice. Victor Victoria is the one, yeah, where Julie Andrews plays a man and a woman. Yep. And she looks kind of like the Arithmics, like the whole time. Here comes the rain again. You went for the more obscure one. I thought you were going to do Sweet uh, Dreams. Falling on my head like a memory. Let's go back to the notes and get this started. Cold open. Scooter wishes luck to Leslie Ann Warren and her apparent dressing roommate, lunch encounter monster, who takes umbrage at the notion of them needing luck. Good luck to both of us. Don't we just good luck? We got talent. We got drive. We got charisma. So no wishes, no lousy speaking. I I do like that word, too. I don't know. It's such a good, like, taking umbrage. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a little weird. He, like, was he getting handsy with her? Like, he, like, of course. was, like, touching up on her, and it this startled her every era. time. This is a disco episode. Yeah. It's so weird that, like, this is such a disco Lunch episode. Lunch Encounter Monster accidentally ingested some cocaine at mm-hmm. the Lunch Encounter. <laughs> Earlier that day. And he was feeling pretty uh, feisty. Where the hell has um, Gladys Gladys been? I don't know. We'll have to ask Richard Hunt. Like, that's crazy. She should be in this episode. Because don't they go to, like, a... um, 
Don't yes. they eat somewhere in this one, right? Yes. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I disagree with her not being here. Oh, should I turn off this air conditioner? <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. Hang on. It's, like, so hard to record podcasts in, um, like, this, like, 80-degree, 90-degree <laughs> New Jersey heat. Yeah. It's bullshit. In a house from the 1900s. Yeah, right. All the heat rises to the top. Yep. And all the cold your... seeps out of the sides. Actually, yeah. though, I bet you your bedroom is pretty warm. Our bedroom is insufferable. Yeah. We had to leave the air on all day today in order to, like, keep it okay that it'll be cool by nighttime. Yep. Because Oof. it's... You spend half the time putting the air on to, like, just defeat the heat that's already there. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a never-ending battle. Yeah. So the Muppet Show theme, Statler and Waldorf do a short soft shoe routine during the musical break. A soft ca- shoe. And a cow moos through Gonzo's horn. I love the expression of soft shoe. I do, too. I don't know why. To like, It reminds me of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer musical episode. Which one? The musical episode of Buffy oh, the Vampire Oh, the musical Slayer. one, yeah. Sorry. The, the villain sings, and I'll still have time to get a soft shoe in. Oh. When he, after he, like, kills the Slayer or whatever. I don't remember that episode very well, but I did have that on my iPod because of sharing music with friends. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. Those theme songs. Not theme And the songs, other one, the what's that musical songs? one with, um... Dr. Horrible? Yeah, Dr. Horrible. So Kermit announces tonight's guest stars... Leslie and Warren, the knife-throwing act. When Scooter reports that only one has arrived, Leslie Ann Warren arrives on stage, and Kermit apologizes for the mix-up. I don't get this whole dynamic they have with her. I I think it's cute about the name thing, because it did help me to remember her name, so if that's what they were going for, Uh it worked. I liked the bits (laughs) that she was in where it wasn't about her name. Yeah. Like later on when she sings the Billy Joel song, That Ruled, even when oh, she does yeah. Last Dance, That Ruled too. Yeah. I can't wait to get to that and hear you rip into Link on that. Okay. Uh, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Gonzo opens the show with his new motorcycle act. He will ride up a ramp and land safely between Statler and Waldorf, whom he has chained to their chairs during their nap. He barely makes it up the ramp when the motorcycle shorts out and rolls him off the stage. I love Gonzo on a motorcycle. This is like the exact motorcycle and like jumpsuit and everything that we always talk about loving to see Gonzo in. Yep. And the only thing you can really find on the internet via coloring page is Grover. Grover doesn't need a motorcycle. He can fly. Grover can Super Grover. Fly. Yeah. I saw a thing the other day that I wanted to talk he to can. you about. My brother sent me a TikTok. And did you know that there's a theory that all blue Muppets are Jewish? Why? Because Grover did a ton of segments for Shalom Sesame, mm-hmm. where he um, taught about the menorah. He's there's all sorts of photos of him online juggling matzah, and um, what was the other thing? Oh, playing with a dreidel. Okay. And then they found video, not video, uh, photos of Cookie Monster eating matzah. Okay. And like, okay, that's fine. He's eating matzah. Cookie Monster loves to eat things that especially will crumble all around him, right? But there's also a picture of him blowing the shofar for Yom Kippur. Really? Yes. And that's like just insane. Like such a like extra thing. Yeah. Wait, does Frank Oz also play Cookie Monster? Who plays Cookie Monster? I'm pretty sure Frank Oz plays Cookie Monster. So I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So then the guy was like, yeah, I think my, my theory is like pretty foolproof. And then he goes... 
And if you didn't think I forgot about, if you thought I forgot about Zoot from the Electric Mayhem, he goes, here's a picture of Zoot lighting the menorah on Hanukkah and Dr. Teeth explaining the uh, the importance of each of the candles and oh, everything. Cool. So, yeah. There's and a then, chance that all... what about Gonzo was blue? Go... <laughs> Gonzo, yeah. <laughs> Gonzo, mm-hmm. he definitely, he could be a Jewish Muppet also. Yeah. So that's so interesting. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that kind of weird? Frank Oz is my favorite person in the world. I don't know if I told you that. I I I can't I can't make a, a favorite. I really can't. I Between love him, him. I love that so I was looking at this um this new Muppet Mayhem show that's coming out. And Dave Goles is gonna be in it. And he's gonna be Gonzo? He's gonna be um oh my god, is he playing Janice? Hang on. I did this research it's and I had these notes. It's crazy that he's still like with the Muppets like that. I, right? To be in a series and like that's a big undertaking. Yeah, Dave Goals plays Zoot. So it's between Dave Goals playing Zoot and um, Gonzo and then Frank Oz doing Cookie and Grover. Very cool. That is very cool. All right. So Kermit notes the shaky start they're off to. Gonzo... Futzes with his. I'm like futzes. F U T Z E S. Like it. Gonzo futz. You want to talk about a Jewish character? Gonzo yeah. futzes. Gonzo futzes with his bike and ends up sending himself zooming out the stage door. I loved the way this looked. It when was he like, well done. He it was well done. Really looked like he had lost control and he went right down those stage yep. stairs, right out the back door. Uh, and honestly, it's fun to see Gonzo in these roles, mm-hmm. um, doing something, taking risks. You yeah, know, remember like in season one, Gonzo that he is. In season one, he was doing all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah, he ate a tire, and he kind of took a break from that. Yeah, get back on the horse, Gonzo. Maybe he had an injury. Maybe he did. His ego. I don't think Gonzo has an ego. It. Actually, no, I don't think so. So Kermit goes out to introduce Leslie's first number when he when he's greeted by Leslie and Warren, the dancing cucumbers. Kermit explains their actual guest oh is God. a great singer, dancer, and actress. But can she make a salad, Leslie quips, before the two shooed the two are shooed from the stage. No. Alright, so then this that is our joke first like, land for me. I'm no. like, no, goodbye. <laughs> so then this is our first real number. Leslie stars in Beast. Beastie and the Butte, a ballet in- interpretation of Beauty and the Beast. Leslie happens upon a castle, which is home to a beast, played mm-hmm. by a dog lion. Very cool scenery. Yeah. Very neat. Very long. Very long. No, but very long. And it's like... All for a payoff that I think landed. The payoff was great, but... Yes. The payoff... It was a lot of ballet for the, a payoff. And it's so weird, too, because, like, Beauty and the Beast, as, like, we know it, like, this number should have been done to, like, tell as old as time. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's... When did Beauty and the Beast come out? I think it came out in 92. Yeah, so they didn't know better. No. No, this is 79. Right? Like, it's a huge gap between... Do you remember in high school seeing a guest speaker and assembly done and the whole, like... It was about bullying, but it was, they used Gaston as the example. No. You don't remember that? Uh-uh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't remember doing any assemblies in high school. I remember having a bunch in, like, middle school. We had that guy 
whose name was like David Toma. And <laughs> <laughs> what did he talk about? He talked about drug addiction. Uh-oh. And like, let, let okay. So this is like dark and sad because like he saved someone like physically he did something and saved someone from like ODing, right? And that's like his whole thing Anytime is like Anytime you say he, he saved somebody, I just think of that song. He I can feel it come in the air. Oh my god, he saved him. Yeah, he didn't just watch someone I remember. drown. <laughs> so, he saved this guy from like ODing somehow. And his whole, like, thing is, like, he has, he talks about, like, how he regrets not being able to save his son who choked to death on, like, something, like, a a piece of meat the size of a pea. And, like, he kept stressing that. And he was, like, sweaty and he had kind of, like, that alcoholic glow to him, you know? Like, when someone's getting really, like, aggressive and, and, like, talking to you like that and everything. Oh, my God. It was a frightening assembly. Oh, my God. I think his name was David Toma, and I think he did, like, it was, like, a circuit that he would do of, like, touring to get kids not to do drugs. Good for him. I talked on my other podcast the other day, I don't know if you were listening to it or not, about, like, the D.A.R.E. program. Oh, my God, yeah. And it's so funny, because I just got, like, a bunch of pins in from my store. Dare, and one of the pins drugs. was of Darren the Dare Lion, and I'm like, this is so weird that, that I was just talking about that's him. That's so funny. And there was, like a like, a little bit of, like, nostalgia resurgence for dare for a little bit yeah i forget when but i remember seeing the shirts like in a spencer's or something uh-huh. like yeah that. like it feels like the kind of thing you can buy at like tilly's or like those <laughs> skate stores you know like virgin do you ever see those shirts <laughs> no. oh my god it's so dumb so waldorf asks about the transformation effect and statler demonstrates fuzzy reports to kermit that gonzo's perfected half of his act the takeoff his landing still needs work, and he crashes into Fozzie and Kermit. Did we even say what the payoff was in the Beauty and the Beast thing, or we just talked around it? Oh, the payoff. Yeah, maybe we didn't. That. Yeah, the payoff was they danced around a whole bunch, and then instead of him turning into a man, she turns into a beast face. So it's Shrek. Yeah, it's Shrek. The payoff is Shrek. That's Mike Myers influenced by this episode. That's it. Yeah. He watched this, and then he said, I'm going to do a Shrek one day. I'm in love. I'm a believer. Don't care. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Oh my god. (laughs) There are so many songs. Do you know? I can't think of the song. Um, what is that Beatles song? Which one? There's one in Shrek. In Shrek Two. Oh. Um, Shrek 2 is with Jennifer Saunders, right? As the fairy godmother. Yes. I love and it. Shrek's father-in-law dies in the movie. <laughs> and then the Shrek, the, these like frogs sing. What, like Let It Be? Or? Let this. <laughs> is it Let It Be? The frogs sing Let It Be. Oh, That's definitely it. <laughs> oh my God. Remember people were like raving mad over the gingerbread guy and then the cat, mm-hmm. the Puss in Boots, didn't he? Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots had a spinoff. Puss in Boots had like a cult following. Yeah. Shrek. We need okay. Like we're here. This is like our like sixty fifth episode of this show. Our 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 word cloud is full of just Shrek and home improvement. And it, we were born in a certain era. Just saying. I remember Shrek being a huge like dumb thing that 
like me and all my friends had Shrek watches that we got from the General Mills cereal boxes. And for some reason, we all wore them. And it was so cool. And we were definitely sophomores in high school with our Shrek watches. When Shrek first came out, mm-hmm. everyone was fucking blown away by that. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> just like, that movie was what a, a fun funny thing to say that everyone was no, blown it was away. The Titanic of our time, yes. of that time. That, Even though the Titanic is the Titanic of you know our time. Oh, the Titanic is definitely the Titanic of our time. But um, people still reference that movie, including you. Well, and I was on vacation the other day. My niece was like, "Oh, Titanic is streaming on this like web thing that we Why had on the TV." Why would you want to watch that movie? And I'm like, "Do you want to watch Titanic?" And she's like, "No, I, I don't know. I've never seen it." Oh, okay. She's never seen it. She's 15. Yeah, it's time and to I'm watch like, it, right? I'm like. I don't want to watch it, but if you want to watch it, put it on. I'll read my I book, whatever. Dead ahead. I'm like, I only want to watch the second half of that movie when, like, it's it gets like that. I love the chaos of that movie oh, as the it. water I rushes in and I the, everything. Those, I would like hysterically cry. My mother would be like, you know, those were all Irish. Mm-hmm. It is really sad to remember that down it's there. like a it reenactment. Was all the Irish folk down there and i was like oh my god i just remember like mm-hmm. feeling this like horrible thing watching all like my ancestors being killed <laughs> you know you know those are the macy's they owned <laughs> macy's oh my god i remember i, I do you remember that <laughs> there was a commercial a dumbass commercial but it was like the titanic old woman at the end and she throws the oh jet God, what was that a commercial for after. yeah it's for ebay because she finds out that she can sell the heart of the atlantic on ebay that's it oh my God. <laughs> and that commercial when i think of it still makes me laugh <laughs> it's ridiculous. because she makes like the same noise because it's like oh when she like drops it in the ocean and then she like looks it up or something and then she dives back in to find it. Oh yeah, God. I remember that commercial. That was hilarious. But she didn't just she like splat. <laughs> oh, I wonder if that was like a Super Bowl commercial it was. or something, right? I think like it was a Super Bowl commercial. All right, Megan, I'm getting us back on track. Okay. Pigs in space. The swine trek is about to pass through a series of dumbo rays, which only affect the completely mindless. They pass through, and only Link Hogthrob is affected. He says it's a stu- he he stays in a stupor while Miss Piggy seizes the opportunity to assume control of the ship. I say hell yeah, Miss Piggy. I was so glad she assumed the control. Were you not like? Are you fucking kidding me? Are they gonna make Piggy like? Yeah, I was scared they were gonna make yeah. Piggy dumb. And then Link Link gets like. I thought this was great. He gets way. beat up all episode. I'm glad that they've kind of maybe. I'm hoping at the very least that they've found. A new way to treat Link. Yeah. And like that he he's, should be the misogynist butt of every he's joke. He's a buffoon. Yeah. Is what he is, the epitome of a buffoon. Yeah. I loved it. A blonde buffoon. Oh, I wouldn't have pictured this was the UK spot. Oh, what was it? Dr. Teeth makes it through a verse of Mac the Knife before Sam the Eagle stops him, appalled by the lyrics. Oh my God. This was funny. This was really funny. And I like so Mac the Knife is one of those songs that's so Cogni familiar to me. Cogni rhyming slang. Cogni rhyming slang. Did you hear him say that? He mm-hmm. like made up an excuse. Like he was so clever, Doctor Teeth. I really like this, but it was awful. Hmm. <laughs> it was. I was like, I can't believe they're doing this. Like, I get that it's like not just a kid show, but like this is like really. I had no idea this death. song was so old. What what song is it called again? Mac the Knife. Okay. It's an old German song from 28. Of course it's German. It's like about murder. That's insane. Someone. 
But yeah, I I, I enjoyed this. I liked the uh dyna- the dynamic of Sam the Eagle sparring with Doctor T. Yeah, this and like the true straight laced like you know conservative. Uh huh. Anytime Jim and Frank interact, uh, like in a scene, this no matter what like, character they're playing, I love it. And it's Bert and Ernie on steroids yeah. with these two oh, particular God, yeah. characters. Like Doctor Teeth is He's not going to waver. And fun He's and clever, yes, and smooth talking. And Sam the Eagle is so there is a laced. rod yeah. up him. Oh, like yeah. it's <laughs> yes. <laughs> now the next thing I will say, Megan, in my opinion, was actually pretty well done. Kermit introduces Leslie, who will be performing with Rolf. The curtains instead reveal Marvin Suggs oh, and the Muppaphone. Oh, my God. This was the first time I've seen them do Marvin Suggs, and it was Marvin Suggs. It, was it wasn't Marvin. Piggy first. It wasn't Gonzo first. It, it was, was just. Marvin. I can't even yeah. hear his voice, but he's a high-pitched, like, pig. <laughs> and he is brutal with those Muppaphones, those poor little mm-hmm. things. I feel so bad for them. Who cares? <laughs> Music maestro. Mr. Suggs, what are you doing? Making the beautiful music. But they're cool looking. I like the whole get up. Like, I love seeing these, like, fuchsia and orange little muppaphones. They're in a so row. neat looking. And I love that they hate him. Yeah. But they, like, have no choice but to be there, basically. Yeah. The whole he's dynamic like, is very interesting. He's like, yeah, exactly. He's like the, the gymnastics coach who gets all the credit. <laughs> Like Meanwhile, this little pink yeah. muppaphone is land sticking the landing. Yeah, because they're beaten to death. Oh, Jesus Christ. So Rolf appears claiming someone locked him in his dressing room. When Marvin and the muppaphone are removed from the stage, Rolf accompanies Leslie on piano performing Just the Way You Are. Loved this. I love, just keep bringing Billy Joel songs into this show for me, please. Yeah. Times, I'll take the bad times. Take you just the way you are. I need to know that you will always be the same old someone that I knew. What does it take to? Like, do you think that Jim was friendly or somebody in Jim's crew was friendly with Billy that they got, like, the rights to all this music that he does? Like, why not? I hope so, and I really hope that we see... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at, like, I guess, in other Muppet media, Billy Joel sings while Marley Matlin signs this song. Get the fuck out! With revised lyrics... To Oscar the Grouch on season twenty of Sesame Street, that I would love to see that. Really cool, but um, yeah, I hope to see one day Billy Joel in some form playing with Rolf. I don't know if it exists, and I just need to look hard. But um, I would really love to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't see Rolf really go up with too many of these famous. No, and pianists. this was a good one with Rolf. Like Rolf, mm-hmm. sometimes his. 
especially in the first season anyway. Yeah. He was fucking boring and I didn't want to mm-hmm. see him. But I think that they're getting his footing. Using him to do like a more contemporary song on this helped also. Yeah. That he's not just playing like some weird ragtime song and you know like Ralph's about- cool. I I see him as a cool guy. We see you, Ralph. We see you, Ralph. You show up. So, so a now, little late, but oh well. So now Gonzo revs up behind the curtains as Kermit introduces the act once more. The he curtains up. barely have a chance to open when Gonzo zooms through them, crashing into the box to the old men faint. This, I love too. The way that it like looked like he took a chomp out of the side oh, of yeah. the box and everything. The timing was really well done with yeah. this. And then I just thought it was funny. We didn't mention this before, but unless this was the time that he, that uh, Statler and Waldorf were chained. In the first bit, he oh, mentions yeah. that, oh, while they were taking a nap earlier yeah, today, I, chained, I them. chained them to their chairs. Yeah. Don't worry. This bit will be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're stuck up there. Because they made a really funny joke about, like, we're not going to be here. We'll be gone. Yeah. And And he's like, don't worry. No. (laughs) You can't go anywhere. I'm fucking crazy. (laughs) I'm fucking crazy. Oh, my God. Are we at the dance? I So, all right. Our next bit. Leslie runs into Link at the local discotheque, which I love that it's a discotheque. They're not at the dance anymore. They're in the discotheque. I would, please, change it to at the discotheque. I'll I'll love it every time. Uh. Leslie runs into Link at the local discotheque and invites him to dance. Link turns sheepish and tries to leave, but she pulls him back, singing, Let's dance. Let's dance. Put on your red shoes. This song reminds me of literally every wedding I've ever been to my entire life, right? Like, Let's Dance is an Academy Award winning disco song made famous by Donna Summer. Summer Donna now. Summer Donna now. This bit was really good, though. I love... This song must have been brand fucking new. It came out in 78. Really? That's nuts. That is That's nuts. crazy that it came out so late in the, um... In, like, the scene, too. Because disco really takes a turn in, what, like, maybe 82? It's just about over. Right? Like... Yeah, but I don't think it really picked up, like... It, it's on the Muppets. Like, it became, like... In, like integrated, mm-hmm. not as a counterculture, but like yeah. as like ma- like the way that like alternative rock became popular music mm-hmm. in the nineties. I think like disco did that. Yeah. So this is probably like when this was yeah. popular culture. It's interesting how many um, how much music has roots of disco to it too. Yet disco is like discredited as like being shitty. Yeah. And I had seen like a take that said that like basically the disco sucks. The disco sucks movement is not just like anti-black, it's also like severely anti-gay. Like to be like, "Oh, yeah. disco sucks." And it's like, "Well, this was music that maybe wasn't for you or by you, but it's like Yeah, you I know? know. I have a I had a friend back in the day and I remember talking to him about music and I said something like about ELO and he was like, "You're a little too disco-y for me." Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then, like, think of, like, so ELO does have, like, a disco-y flavor to it, too. And then, like, all the bands that come after ELO, and are, you know what I mean? Like, the DNA of music is kind of interesting. Definitely. In that, like, there's so many Influence different genres it. and influences. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, brush up against each other and people borrow from 
each other. I don't know. I like disco. I like punk. I don't think that you have to choose. They're not mutually exclusive. They're not. So as she sings, she takes her sober gown off. She takes her sober gown off. She had that. Honestly, her reveal would not have gone well on RuPaul's Drag Race. Like this reveal was weak. It wasn't strong enough. She had a big schmata on, essentially. Uh Like it was not. I don't know. It wasn't great. It looked like she was either pregnant or she had something on underneath it. Uh huh. That's what it looked like to me. So you want her to lip sync for her life? Yeah. Her reveal (laughs) sucked. But I guess if you're from the 70s, you're like, ooh, and then it's just like boobs. Oh, my goodness. You're doing like that, like. Yeah. So Kermit brings out Leslie for the closing when they meet another misnomer group. Les, Lee, and I love that. (laughs) Another misnomer group. Les, Lee, and Warren. And I don't remember what they said they were going to do. I have no idea. It doesn't say on the notes what they do, Mm -hmm. and I don't remember either. Oh, man. They were dressed really cool. Yeah, they were. I liked their Wait. shirts with the polka dots. Oh, no, I think that's the next. Don't spoil the next episode, Megan. <laughs> this one had a cool button at the end. Did you watch the uh, Statler and Waldorf I did, at the I end? did. So Waldorf comments the show was on a roll, and so is the bike, which falls out of the balcony yep. <laughs> to Gonzo's dismay. I love the Gonzo, like, peering out the bottom as the, he's like, oh, man. This episode was pretty solid, though. I think that they used... To uh, like to all of her talents, Leslie, pretty well. The, some of the scenes with her, I think, were a little too long, and they dragged a little for I me. I think any but... ballerina act is, in but our opinion, going like, to go on disco too long. One dragged a little for me, mm-hmm. but it was for the most part a really solid episode. Really funny. Everybody, everybody stayed in character, including the Muppetphone guy. Mm-hmm. They do like if if they have someone sing a song. They sing the whole song. Yeah. They don't sing like a cut for time, cut yeah. for Reader's interest. Reader's Digest version. Yeah. Condensed. They do the whole fucking thing. And that is to their detriment sometimes. Like you don't need well, all of Let Last Dance. That's That's what, a long song. That's a long song. But you know what? People probably had less ADHD back then. Yeah. And even like she does the whole, she does the beginning part of the song as spoken word and even slower than the song would be. So yeah. it's like you're already slowing down something they're that would have been long. Time. They're doing They it. are. Yeah. There's some time. Yeah. Some yeah. of these, they're just filling time. You're absolutely right. <laughs> all in all, I think it was a pretty decent episode, though. Yeah, it was good. Um, I'm excited for next week, Meg. I salute this episode. I'm excited for next week, too. I can't wait to see you there. Next week, I... um. So, Danny Kay, this is finally another name that I'm, like, familiar oh, with. Oh, you knew who Danny Kay was? Yes, yes. Okay, so... We're going to watch... Next week, we're going to watch episode 316, Danny Kay. Statler... Steve and- Austin! 316! <laughs> what? You just said you don't know who Danny Kay is. Okay. I don't, but I know who Stone Cold Steve Austin is. I did is. not know that Stone Cold Steve Austin could, like, stand in the ring and literally be like, give me a beer, and someone would throw him throw, a beer. Yeah, I know. I'd never seen that before until we yeah. watched that WrestleMania together. Oh, my God. Okay. That so- was so... <laughs> homoerotically masculine i was getting like i like watching it Mm -hmm. wrestling is wild it tingles me i get something (laughs) from it next week we will be watching episode 316 the danny k episode statler and waldorf leave their box elbow cannot beat the stunner just can't. Statler and Waldorf leave their box to sit out in the alley disgusted by tonight's guest star 
Danny overhears them in the alley saying tonight's guest stars the worst performer on earth. <laughs> Even worse than Clive Kawanga, the singing civil servant. <laughs> At the end, Statler and Waldorf are embarrassed when they find out the guest star is Danny Kay. They thought it was Manny Kay, the tuned clam player. Oh my god. This is... I don't feel like we've had an episode yet that was like a Statler and Waldorf episode. We you know, And I didn't realize that like... I guess Statler is who I'm talking about. His face is always dirty. Why does his face always look dirty? Is his face always dirty? Yeah. He needs to wipe his face. He's the shorter one, right? Yeah. Yeah. He needs to wipe his face. I almost said the bald one. He's the bald one, Meg. (laughs) So join us next week as we watch the Danny Kay episode of The Muppet Show. Um, You can follow us on social media at ITTWTM. Send us messages there. Tell us you love us. We love you. We love you. Um, And I guess until next week. Thanks for the gun walker.